All right, Gary, well, welcome to the first impromptu episode of Anything But Typical. This is, this is going to be a fun ride, and so what we're going to do today is just talk a little bit about what we're actually doing it, why we're doing it, how, how we got connected, and, and then we'll, we'll go from there. So I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to doing this with you. Sounds good. So I want to start with that, that why, right? We were talking prior to this of the Simon Sinek and, and yeah. what's your why. So why did you want to do a podcast? What prompted you to do this? Well, first of all, I'm a lifetime learner, and I want to learn from you. You and I first met by doing your first podcast, or one of your podcasts. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was early one. It was an early one for me. Yeah. And uh, so I think, I'm, I know I'm drawn to learn from people younger than me, and especially those older than me, because there's enough difference in experience that I'm drawn to that. So, and I also know that we've got a lot of young entrepreneurs out there that we serve that are always listening to podcasts. Yeah. And whether they're young age-wise or just young mentally. Yeah. yeah, it's more of a mindset than an age. It really yeah. is, yeah. So that's why I want to do it. Yeah, no, that's perfect. I, I agree. And anything but typical. It's, it's a, a nice name, and I like it. And, and our conversations behind it have been fantastic. But let everybody, let all the listeners know how you landed on that name? Because you were the one that actually came up with it. Yeah, well, um, it goes back to, first of all, um, my whole career path has been anything but typical. Your venture into entrepreneurship in college, which right. I want to hear a little bit more about that, but okay, that is anything but typical. And uh, I work for a CPA firm that's focuses solely on uh, privately held businesses, and we are very much anything but typical as there's a number of us that have actually started run or turned around companies and that's very atypical from a typical cpa firm uh, where we've actually cut our own salaries in order to make payroll we know what that's like and so uh, i am fascinated by people and their stories and especially the entrepreneurs and business owners and ceos that i've gotten to serve over decades now when I hear their story, I'm like, man, that is so fascinating. And it's truly anything but typical. Right. So. Yeah, and it's, it's almost looking at things in, in a different lens when you say anything but typical, right? Because you're finding what the norm is, and you're figuring out how you can either improve upon it or do something completely separate. Yeah. And, and I think that mindset, and it's a lot of what we'll end up digging into with, with our guests once we get into it, is hopefully going to shine a, a better light on how you can go about leadership, entrepreneurship, some of the topics we'll be hitting on in a, an atypical fashion. Yeah, I love that. And think about like some of the brands that I love the most are in very homogenous, commoditized categories. Southwest Airlines. Herb Callagher was anything but typical, right? And his organization has transcended beyond him and his leadership ability, and he's no longer with us, but uh, it's a very atypical uh, company in the middle of a very commoditized industry. I'd say Trader Joe's is another one. I think, Absolutely. you know, even uh, Chick-fil-A is in another one. They, that they buck the trends in many ways, and they kind of set themselves apart from a very homogenous, you know, quick-serve food category. Yeah, so. yeah no, absolutely. And, and that leads a little bit into what we're actually addressing, but what are some of these topics that, that you want to make sure we're hitting on going into 2020? Yeah, I think, you know, um, running a business is always um, 
it's a lonely place to be and it's and it's not for the faint of heart and and so what i'm hoping that we can do is we can find additional stories and there are plenty of them out there like lots of them that are walking the halls as clients and prospects out there and, and just business owners all over the place where i want to hear their stories and i want people to understand hey i'm not alone and i'm hoping that they get inspired by some ideas mm-hmm. that somebody else has done that they can adapt and put their own little twist on and differentiate themselves in a in a commoditized market yeah yeah no kind of piggybacking off of that one of my big hopes for for what we get out of this is what we end up putting out through the conversations and the stories of, of ourselves and of our guests is we empower some of these listeners to be able to look at things differently and take control yeah right because so often you're not in control of your own life and i'm using you in general obviously yes, yeah and so some of these people that are going to be listening it, it is a tough journey with the entrepreneurship and leadership and if our stories and some of the people that we're bringing on that have amazing journeys that, that we're going to get into if that can empower some of the people listening and, and help them make that decision they need to make to lead their lives to where they're taking control again that's my big hope for this. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, life is too short to just settle for typical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to be anything but. <laughs> so you could have started a podcast, but why Why are we doing this together? Because I, you're right. I, I've got a podcast that, that I've been doing for a couple of years, and I've done 10 episodes a year for a couple of years and kind of dipped my, my toes in the water. Um, and we've talked back and forth on, on doing one together. Why are we doing this together? At least from my standpoint, um, I'm a team guy. I'm always like, I like leading teams and I like supporting teams, but I'm far happier when I'm part of a team doing so something versus a solo act. Because right, you're on an island. Yeah, man. I mean, I can ride, ride a unicycle and I can play drums, but both of those things get really boring really fast. But I like being part of a team. It's just a lot more fun. It energizes. It's just how I'm wired. So I think that was the biggest thing. Plus, back to you know the first part of this conversation, which was, I want to learn from you, man. I mean, you've been doing this, and I feel like... I'm sharpening my sword as well by learning from guys like you. And heck, this is fun every time that you and I have a conversation. Yeah, it is. Seems like every time we actually do get together and talk, it always goes longer than what we expect, which which was one of the big things for me because every time that we had a conversation or went back and forth, I was always taking something away from it. And there are conversations where you're drained at the end, and then there are conversations where you're energized. And you're one of those guys that I can sit down with. And at the end, I've got more energy than, than when I first sat down. I, well, the feeling's mutual. So I think that's why we're probably going to be a good team. Now, whether anybody tunes in and listens <laughs> or not, I don't know. To be I can't control that. Right. Yeah. No. We'll, uh, we'll at least be able to get some energy from each other and hopefully make this entertaining. Yeah. Um, your journey of, of entrepreneurship and leadership, um, obviously you're right, we went into it uh, in depth on my podcast, but that's what's led you to here, right? And so what are uh, one or two of those lessons from from your past that you want to make sure that, that we're getting through as a message on, on this podcast? Oh, that's a great question. You know, um, so many times 
when I look at successful entrepreneurs and people that I really admire, uh, they've failed many times. And they've also thought, hey, this is where we're going to go. And yet there were opportunities or life just took them down another path. But they still kind of made amazing things happen. And I think that's kind of been my thing. I was a, a, a reluctant, if you will, entrepreneur brought in to turn around a company when I was 28. I didn't have the credentials. I, I never felt like I even owned uh, or earned a seat at the table for that. But here, here I was and I was in that process. So I think, um, you know, that's one of the things like, hey, as you contemplate what you love doing, you know, I think one of the things that I would love for us to do is get into some of that thrive wither, uh, you know, what makes you come alive versus what's the stuff that drains you out. Yep. Because I adjust CEOs and their management teams on an annual basis, typically, as they're growing, because they're accepting roles or responsibilities along the way that end up draining them because they didn't think there was anybody else that can do that. So I think, you know, that would be one of those things that I hope we can kind of address and hear other people's stories on when they pivoted, you know, when they were thinking they were going down because they were just, all roads were leading to them and then they got released by having the right team around them, et cetera, or just um, they got back into their swim lane where they were happy again, you know? Yeah, yeah. Something that you said reminded me of, of a piece that I want to mention for, for the people, the, the people that do end up tuning in yeah. is one of the things of you that's sitting here today is extremely selfless, right? You are somebody that goes out and you're not going to say it yourself because you're selfless and humble, but you're somebody that goes out of your way to make sure you're adding value in people's lives mm-hmm. and, and you're, you're trying to help lift people up. And, and so quick example, I was on LinkedIn the other day and I had gotten into the, the hashtag impact. Um, and I don't remember how I got onto it, but some post got me there. And I quickly realized everything in there was selfish. It was people trying to present themselves as, as being impactful and helping others, but everything had their own agenda. And you're one of the few people that I've interacted with that there isn't a hidden agenda there. What you're bringing is authenticity and, and selflessness. So I'm excited to see how that comes through here because, like I said, you're not going to say it about yourself, but it's absolutely one of the things I've noticed about you. Well, you know, it's interesting because I think um, a friend of mine said, out of our greatest pain often becomes our biggest blessing to somebody else. And um, having been through some very deep, deep betrayals and disappointments in my life. Um, I remember the people that took the time and poured into my life. And I also remember thinking, man, why isn't somebody pouring into my life? You know, because there were times where it just felt like I was walking completely alone. Um, And I think the pain of that drives me even more to want to make sure that I'm depositing in somebody whether something's coming back to me or not, because guess what? When we do that, kind of gets our eyes off of ourselves anyway. At least that has been true in my life. So uh, maybe selfishly uh, going through any pain, it helps me get my eyes off of me and my own struggles when I'm able to pour into somebody else, if that makes yeah, sense. It does. It's interesting. It's a, it's a pretty interesting take. So 
we did a quick intro of what we're talking about and why, but, but what else do you want to make sure we're, we're hitting on today? No, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking forward to the journey. You know, I think that's that's the thing, you know. <laughs> Is there going to be anybody listening to it beyond you and me? I don't know. <laughs> Either way, we're getting something out of I it. Can't I can't control that. Yeah. But I can control my attitude and my effort and what I'm learning. And so that's the way I look at it. Hey, let's go learn together. And if we can, if even if we can impact one person out there uh, and give them hope and give them a spark of an idea or uh, unlock something that's resident within them, Man, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. No, you're you're right. Um, so if there's there's uh, one more thing that I want to say is what we're going to do, just as far as the actual structure, um, each show we're going to hit on one primary topic, right? But we're going to use one or two guests every show in order to highlight that topic and dig really deep. And, and I think that's different than what you see in most of these podcasts out there because most are just focusing on, on the guest story. Yeah. And you may get a couple nuggets inside of that, that story. And so what we're hoping to do instead is every episode have one high-level topic that we want to make sure people are going to get takeaways from. And we'll use our guest's experience and their st- stories and journeys to, to dig deep in there instead of being a little bit more widespread like, like you typically hear. Yeah, I love it. So you have directed a lot of this conversation towards me. <laughs> Sorry, I, t- I tend to do that a little bit. I, I like being the person that, that runs the show, but, but we, can flip it, we can flip it a little bit. Yeah, and your story is anything but typical, too, because you started as an entrepreneur in college, if I remember right. Can yeah. you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I was 19, uh, so a sophomore in college. Um, and it was, I, I grew up in an environment where entrepreneurship or kind of solopreneurship was, was the environment. My grandpa ran, ran his own business. My father ran multiple businesses. He just, he hopped from one to the next a little bit. So, uh, I knew early on that I wanted to run a business, had no idea what I wanted to do or why, but I knew I liked business. And so when I was a sophomore in college, I came back from marketing class and human resource class and put it into a business plan to start a uh, basketball training business because I, I played in college and grew up about an hour away from where I went to college. So I knew there was a need in the market and I knew I wanted to start a business. So I figured, let's let's see what happens. But I was also a broke college kid, so I needed to, to figure out how I was going to do this. So I was able to rent a, a gym out for $100 for a weekend to do tryouts for for some high school kids, and I, I went to Dick's Sporting Goods and bought six basketballs that I kept in the package in case nobody showed up, and and that was it. The rest was reaching out to local coaches, seeing if they had anybody interested, and it was a, a very low-risk endeavor. It was I would have been out $100 in a worst-case scenario, um, but I knew I wanted to get in early, and that first weekend, people actually showed up. And it just snowballed from there. I was able to grow it throughout my college career, turned it into a corporation and, and made that what I was running full time once I once I graduated or finished my undergrad. Anyways, so I was doing that and being an athletic director at a high school and uh, getting my master's all at once. So I, I like to juggle a few things at the same time. But it was really trial by fire. It was start to see if somebody shows up at a gym one weekend and then have travel teams and then figure out what camps and clinics look like and 
then look at what running events looks like. And it wasn't a, a straight path and there was nobody guiding me. It was basically just trying to apply some classes and figure out what worked. And if it didn't work, why didn't it work? And tweak from there. Yeah, I love it. So I didn't hear anything typical in that. No, <laughs> that it's, story it's a little different. Which is another reason why... Uh, why I think I, I connected with you right away, you know, um, I think you reached out to me on LinkedIn. I think that's how we yeah. connected initially. So yeah, something um, caught my eye from, a, I think, a post you had made where I thought you would have been an interesting guest on the podcast. And so I reached out. Um, but yeah, so we, we went from there and we dug into uh, your story, but then also even off air talked about um, like the fact that that business that I started when I was in college selling it at 24 and the positives of it, the cool aspect of getting a check when you're a 24 year old for something you started in the dorm room, but also the, the learning experiences from it too. And, and that off air conversation with you and I is I, I think what kind of set the foundation for this. Yeah, I think it's cool. So I think this is going to be a fun little journey together. We'll just see where it goes, right? Yeah, yeah no, I, I like it. So I appreciate it. Anything else from us? Man, no, uh, just, uh, Tell your friends. Yeah, let's get at least two people <laughs> tuning in. <laughs> and we'll be doing we'll be doing uh, episodes twice a month. Yeah, and and so we'll we'll start that right in January. And we've already got the uh, the first few lined up. So everything's on the calendar, and you guys can expect to hear our our first episodes with guests uh, in January of 2020. Awesome. Thanks, Gary. Thanks so much.